Welcome to The Unscrewed Mind, episode seven. Today we're gonna be talking about meditation. Rusty and I are by no means experts, but we've been doing it for quite some time and we thought it'd be fun to share our experience. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Can you believe we've been recording and publishing, submitting podcasts for seven weeks in a row? Rusty, how does that, how does it feel to call yourself a podcaster? I mean, I, I really like it. And just being able to uh, talk about this information with you, um, recording it, and then meeting new people and telling them about it. You know, some people are receptive, some people aren't, but it's it's definitely exciting to be able to say it's something that I do in my spare time. Right, right. So cool. And I, I think um, along the lines of the information, just being able to do research for the podcast on things that I have a surface level knowledge about, but not an in-depth knowledge about, it's been really fun. I just feel like I'm becoming a better person by uh, going on this journey with you. And we'll get started on what I am really excited to talk about. I think it's a great topic. Um, There's a lot of information out there about it, but then there's a lot of people that don't know anything about it. And so the topic for today's podcast is meditation. And um, I want to kind of start off with sharing some personal experiences with meditation. And I want to toss it to you first, Rusty. When, When did you first start meditating and kind of where did the desire to do it come from? And then how did you do it that first time? What was the experience like? Yeah. So I can't remember. Can you tell me, did you start meditating before me and then I started? So you told me about it. Yeah. And then I started and then I did it for, for an extended period of time and actually have been doing it for nine months straight. And um, then after kind of just a, a follow-up conversation with you, probably three months after I started, mm-hmm. you started. And I mean, now your whole family's doing it. And so um, it's yeah, so, family's doing it. It's like it's it's sweeping our families. Yeah. So he, the thing is, too, and I, I just thought of this uh, a few minutes ago, the other thing that we do prior to meditation uh, not a hundred percent of the time, but some of the time, uh, is do a Wim Hof breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's something that brings your body into a calm, calmer state or calmness. Um, and you know, breathing exercises is so much to do with meditation itself because you're the, the way that your body breathes when you're in a full, full state is, is definitely different. You can tell, Um, but I think that really is what brought me to it was, is us having conversations about it, me telling you the benefits of it and not doing it. That's my favorite thing to do. It seems like, and, (laughs) uh, we, we would do, you know, we talked about it several times and then just different YouTubers and, um, just reading different books about it. and seeing people talk about the benefits, looking at the benefits online. And just to me, I was like, what is meditation? I don't understand. And, you know, I'm searching 
for YouTube videos to tell me. And it just kind of didn't uh, fully click with me until I felt it myself, you know? Um, And then some people say that it's just preventing thoughts. And then some people say that it's not possible to prevent thoughts. So it's just a, I feel like to me more than anything, it is a state of relaxation for your mind and body simultaneously. And I feel like the connection with you in the universe is felt once you really get an understanding of what that means. Sure. Sure. I can, I can totally, uh, understand and appreciate that. I'm I'm just going to give you, um, a couple, a couple of things that happens to me personally when I meditate. And this is when I really felt like that I was understanding meditation because when I first few times, maybe even 10 times that I did it, uh, you know, uh, trying to lay down, I personally have laid down and, you know, put a mask on, and, you know, like a blindfold where no light can come in. And, um, another thing, I I think this is a few, this is, uh, maybe a month, month and a half into meditation. I actually went to a metaphysical store and got some crystals because there's supposed to be properties to crystals and the, you know, so many things about the subconscious mind uh, is really what's giving the power to those things. Um, it's kind of like a placebo, but the thing that it helps me with is it's kind of a habit or a movement that I do every time when I get into meditation. So I get my crystal, put my blindfold on, and then I put my AirPods in with a binarial beat and you know, all of those things combined. It's like my body knows, okay, this is uh, what we want to, you know, it's time to relax and just let it go. But so the first few times that I did it, you know, I could not stop the constant jumping to thoughts that were not really thoughts that I wanted to have. And, or I just didn't want any thoughts, you know, I just wanted to sit there and not think. And so it was very difficult to make myself learn to stop those thoughts. And once you do it more and more, you're going to see that it's just like a muscle that Mm -hmm. the more you work out, the larger that muscle gets and you can hold it there for longer and longer periods of time. But you feel, I feel something that just like comes over me. It's like a, it's like a, I mean, it's an energy that comes over me and I, you really can't feel, I, I have like a, it's not like a numbness feeling. It's just a not, not there feeling. And I feel like that I'm stepping away from my body uh, to a degree and just, I, you know, you can't, I like, I don't feel my nose. I feel something in the middle of my forehead lighting up third eye area, uh, crown of my head. I felt something uh, in the heart area. I have felt like a mm-hmm. feeling that's different. I've seen uh, blue light when I'm meditating. Right. Um, and then I've also gotten a burst of light 
uh, while meditating. And like I said, I'm wearing the blindfold. So I know that it's not a light source that's coming from outside. Um, you know, so it's pretty, pretty cool from that perspective. And so and not what, to interrupt, but is this, yeah. is this something that you're, that happens every time? Mm. Like you're, you're experiencing one of these things every time, or is it sometimes it's just like you're running of the mill meditation yeah. and it's, it's relaxing, but there's, there's no experience other than the kind of relaxing feeling that, that comes along with it anyway. No, that is, that is such a good point. It's like you read my mind because I thought of that and then I forgot to say it. So appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> my so pleasure. Definitely every time is not the same experience. So mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to have like a, just a release of the, that energy. And it's just a different feeling after you come out of it. And it's like, it's almost like going to get a massage and just the, the, the relaxation that your body feels after that, or, um, you know, just a, just a release of an energy. And it's like, it feels overwhelming. And then sometimes you'll be like, man, what happened on that meditation? Is it, is that how you feel too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, that, that's it. It was like, that's, that's all you have for me meditation. I was really looking forward to something more impactful or meaningful. And it's just like, Nope, that's all you get this time, Matt. You're going to have to learn to, uh, to appreciate it. And so, yeah. you know, that's what I've done over the course of nine months. It's interesting. We, you and I talk about how we just finished meditating, but I've, I've never, um, we've, I don't think we've ever just had a conversation about what we experience completely when we do. And yeah. so, um, I'll tell you about kind of my process. Uh, I started meditating with uh, Wim Hof breathing sessions when you told me about it back in March. And so for probably two and a half to three months, I was doing uh, the breathing exercises every day. And I got to the point where um, I was doing a guided meditation by Wim Hof. And then I stepped up and went to uh, the Wim Hof ones were three rounds. I stepped up to one that was four rounds. And by the end of it, that last round, I was holding my breath for like three and a half minutes. Like there were, I've had some experiences um, during that, those breath holdings where, I mean, it almost felt like I was traveling to another dimension. And then there was one time where, I mean, I all, I felt like I was on a roller coaster ride, like I was being picked up. And then, uh, I instantly kind of opened my eyes and was like, where am I going type thing? Cause I thought I was falling out of the chair. And, um, you know, since that particular experience, I haven't really had anything like that, but I, I still do the breathing exercises to this day, just simply because I, I feel like it helps me relax, um, helps me take in a bunch of oxygen and kind of feel good overall. And then from there, I'll take the next 20 minutes and similar to you, because we use the same app, I'll do some, um, I'll listen to some bin- bin- binaural sounds and just sort of zone out with the AirPods in. I don't use any sort of mask and I'm, I'm not worried about light so much is I'm worried about um, just kind of letting my thoughts come across my mind and wash over me and just kind of letting those thoughts go. And sometimes I'll grab onto one and, and I'll let it take me for uh, a ride for a little bit. And then I just kind of sit back and I realize that um, I don't want to follow that thought or I don't want to give it any more power. And then I, I feel present, like I'm in like I'm in my body. And, and, uh, one of the, one of the ways that I first started doing those types of meditations was when I, when I read the power of now by Eckhart 
And he talks, he does a lot of really great guided meditations if you have some time to listen to him. But he talks about kind of feeling your body and almost kind of starting at your toes and your fingertips and kind of coming up. And so now, ever since I read that book and did that guided meditation, when I stop my thoughts and I take a deep breath and I just am happy with where I'm at, I can instantly just, I have all these feeling in my toe and in my hands that wasn't necessarily there before. And you can just kind of feel your physical self and it yeah. it's great to, to recenter. And after that 30 minutes in the morning, um, I just, I feel amazing and I, I feel ready to go and I get hit with a lot of inspiration during that time. And then, uh, also too, just, um, a lot of just good thoughts and, and well-being and, and that sort of thing. And sometimes, uh, you know, I will grab 15 minutes, but I really like to go 45 minutes. Um, Ooh. and I've gone as long as an hour and a half, uh, meditating. And I know that there's so many different forms of meditation. Uh, there's the, you know, people say that they look at a flame, um, and, or just focus on one individual item and you know what that's called drawing their focus on it. Go ahead. It's called focused meditation. Focused. That, that name makes perfect sense. <laughs> right. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, if I would have just said they'll focus on, Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I did, wait, I did say focus on, but no, I didn't know yeah. it was called focused meditation. Yeah. Perfect. Crazy. Uh, and then, so what's the, what's the other, the uh, other, what's some other meditations, Matt? Cause I know you've looked up uh, a few of them. So I think the, the one that, and so if we were going to say, Hey, um, this is how we meditate, but here are some uh, other forms of meditation. So feel free to try all of them. Right. I think the first one that everyone starts with, and, and we even mentioned it a little bit is mindful meditation. And so that's when, you quiet yourself, you take some deep breaths and you feel that breath coming in, you feel it going out. You do that a couple of times and then you just relax. And then as your thoughts come to mind, you just let them go. And so that's, that's a mindful meditation. And that's kind of, that's where everyone starts. At least, you know, the research I've done, that's been the, the, uh, the meditation that they, they lead off with. Um, yeah. from there, uh, you have spiritual meditation, which is, a, you know, a lot like prayer where you're, um, you know, you're searching for maybe answers or you're looking for some guidance, you know, uh, reaching out to your spirit guide to, to see if you can't find out how you should move forward or what you should be doing from here. And then uh, the one that you just mentioned, focused meditation. I think if you have a routine like you do, where you light the incense and you, you pull out your candles and you do it the same way every time, or you have a crystal that you, that you put, put in your hand and you hang on to, I think that's a, um, a kind of a great example of the focus meditation. Also staring at a candle and just letting that be the only thing that's in your awareness. Um, and then you, you talk about doing this every day, Rusty. And um, I think it's where a lot of your greatest inspiration comes from is when you leave your house and you get out of your environment and you go for a walk in the park or just walk around the neighborhood with the dogs. That's a, a movement meditation. So kind of, do you want to talk about what you experience uh, when you go yeah. on your movement meditations in the afternoon? So I think that in, um, you know, the changes that have happened to me over uh, the last year, uh, approaching over a year now, was 
I would go into, I have some really nice woods behind my house and I'd go back there and it's just being in nature. And I, I love to talk to people when I'm in the woods. I love to talk period, but um, you know, I just feel like that there's a connection with what actually is, you know, mm-hmm. you're in an environment that's organic, that's been created and you know, there's no input from you on that environment and nobody else has changed it. And so you're just seeing nature raw. And I think that there's definitely a, a, a very strong connection for people to, to be in those environments. And I think that it can change the way that you feel. I know that it can change the way that you feel because it has changed the way that I feel. And really, I don't go into the woods uh, in the summer because I have two dogs that normally go with me and, you know, it's, it's hot. So there's bugs and all that kind of stuff. And it's not necessarily that I, I'm worried about the bugs or anything like that, but uh, you know, the dogs might get, uh, ticks on them that'll come off in the house because they take the the medicine and that kind of stuff to, to Uh prevent those. And, so we kind of stay out of there. And and then of course it grows up and there's, you know, weeds and stuff everywhere. So just in the winter time, cause I love cold weather. I mean, my favorite place to be is uh, Colorado and, you know, just seeing and feeling that, that temperature is just, it's something that is uh, very connecting for me. And I think that it is a, for a lot of people and, uh, it's just, yeah, I'm I love, excited I to go do that. Air. I love crisp, cold air, especially in the morning. And I even like pictures of cold environments, like, uh, oh, you yeah. know, it's like a Christmas card that you would send someone. It's got a nice wintry sort of portrait or picture on it. Just puts me in a good mood because, um, it's, it's just fresh. And so there, there's other types of movement meditation. Um, if, if you're, um, into working out or, you know, working with your hands or physical labor, um, you know, making things by pottery or woodworking or painting. I think all of those things are movement meditations. They're good for you and they're therapeutic for you. Um, one thing, if you're, if you go online and you look at meditation, you'll see a lot of people, um, talking about, and especially your favorite movie stars is, uh, transcendental meditation. And so this is where you go to a spiritual teacher and you, um, you pay them money. And they will give you a kind of a code word, right? Or a a mantra, a word that you repeat. And this word is special to you. And it teaches you or essentially repeating that mantra over and over again, or that transcendental word helps you drown out all the other thoughts and just focus on that word. And the word is meaningless. It has no meaning. It's, It's nothing that you recognize. And so it allows you to um, let go of the, the world around you and uh, have this transcendental experience. Have you, have you looked yeah. into that at all, Rusty, or talked about it? Yeah. So, you know, I haven't looked into that, but I actually do it um, with, I mean, without even looking into that. Uh, but so that's weird that you bring that up. So there's two different things that I do when I first start meditating uh, if I'm feeling like my energy is off, but you know, it's a time period that I have the time to meditate. I yeah. will, I will start saying things that I'm grateful for. 
Okay. Um, and it just, it puts my mind at ease when I start thinking about those things. Um, and the other thing is, is I don't know why I start at 30, but I'll start at 30 and I'll start counting, uh, down my breaths. Okay. And I then go back to 29. I just keep going back to 29. So it's almost like you're hypnotizing yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if I feel like the countdown isn't going to be enough, I just keep going back to 29 over and over again. And it just it keeps your thoughts away from other thoughts, just like you're saying. And that's what uh, that's what gets you in the state. But you need to tell your body when you lay down or get into the position that you want to meditate in. Some people say to be upright on the edge of a chair, you know, in alignment or, or, or sitting on the ground with your legs crossed. I think that meditation can be specific to you. And, mm-hmm. you know, looking for a right answer is probably not the best thing uh, in this situation. And the reason being is because then you're putting a limitation on the way that you can meditate. And so I've kind of just dabbled and then backed off. Go ahead. Sorry, Matt. I was just going to say that if if you approach it thinking I'm going to do it this specific way or it's not going to work, then it's not going to work. You know, you really have to, you have to get in there and you have to feel it. And once you feel it and you find a way that's comfortable with you, then um, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to explore more. And again, it's, it's like everything. It's repetition. So the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it, the deeper you're going to get into your meditation. And then eventually you're going to have a breakthrough that's going to change the way you look at it forever, change the way you feel about yourself. And then also, too, it's going to make you um, want to share your meditation stories with other people. And you're going to be that person that is always talking about meditation when they get together with people just because it makes you feel so good about yourself. You want other people to have that same experience. Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.